All right, it's 30A Beer Talk. It's a new segment. we got to do it at the Growler Garage. They've been here for a year on 30A. And I've got Mitch, one of the owners here, and also a guest of Mitch. We've got Oyster City Brewing Company in the house. Bo is here. Bo, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Mitch, tell me about how it's been for one year on 30A. I, you know, it's been incredible. If you would have told me a year ago this month of the uh, the way we've been accepted and the, the compliments that, that we've gotten over our, our bar and, you know, sitting here next to Bo is awesome because he's been such a big, big supporter of our place and we're so proud to have, you know, his beers on tap and people come in now specifically and ask for his beer. So, you yeah. know, it's just a, been a great relationship. I, I'm glad to be here when you guys were first getting going. Uh, that I can say I've actually been one of your long, long-standing customers at the Rally Garage. It's a good office. They have yeah. Wi-Fi here sometimes, <laughs> and uh, or you can jump on it. So you focus on interesting beers and stuff you just can't really get. So tell us what you're going to do in 2016. That's a little bit different on your taps. Well, and and I think having Bo here is a great example of what we do. And I want beer that people can't necessarily buy at a grocery store. Uh, Oyster City fits that. Uh, not only is it incredible beer. I mean, you know, people. It's on draft, and yep. that's what we look for and that's what we want and we're always I guess on this uh, perennial search for unique uh, maybe even one-off beers that people may never have heard of but that's okay that's why they come in we'll give them a little uh, taste of it and and we try to cover the gamut from you know ales to lagers to IPAs saisons you know uh, you name it and and we now have it and and I'm that's something I'm really proud of because again it's been a learning curve a year ago uh, when we opened we knew we were going to have to kind of educate ourselves over the the explosion in the craft beer world and and I think we're doing a great job as far as you know finding these unique beers let me tell you this too we're not at a supermarket out in the middle of nowhere we are directly across from the beach the growler garage has a view of the Gulf of Mexico it's got an unbelievable patio here with umbrellas and they do have 40 draft beers inside and one of them that this gentleman to your left would definitely tell you I've been a fan of since they have started can you believe they've only been around about a year and a half two years uh, you know let me say this I am amazed again at the people that come in and out of all 40 beers they'll look down and they'll go I'll go with Hooter Brown yeah okay right? <laughs> you know you got it man that's why we keep a lot of it in our cooler so we know? got Bo Walker with us and he's with Oyster City Brewing Company there's other people involved but let let me tell you, uh, Oyster City is one of one of the go-to beers for myself. It's always been good, and uh, I always tell Bo that. But I always want him to know that, so they won't stop brewing it. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he'll help keep it on the handles around here. So tell me about Oyster City in your first year and a half. Tell me about this. Um, this is a project that was actually started and kind of founded by a couple of my business partners, Cassie Gary and Rex Humphreys. Uh, there are four of us that are involved in it now. It's Cassie's uh, Cassie's mom, Susan Gary herself, Rex Humphreys, and myself. And I, uh, I'm fortunate I get to do the sales portion of it, so I get seen an awful lot. But we have some people back in Apalachicola that are truly dedicated to, to doing the research and producing fantastic beers. The Hooter Brown was our first beer. It's a Tupelo honey-based beer. We use artisan honey from our area. We, we try to keep our beers as local-centric as humanly possible. Um, we make some beers with some lemongrass that actually grows in front of our brewery. Wow. Um, uh, at the end of the day, I'm really fortunate to have some people that are as talented as my partners helping me develop the beers. Okay, so we're talking about Oyster City Brewing Company. They're not far from 30A. It's, it's definitely worth a drive. Tell us about the brewery and uh, location in Apalachicola. Well, we're located at 17 Avenue D, Apalachicola. It's right downtown. We're about a block off the water. You can actually see a couple of mile markers from the front door. Um, nice. we're, a, we're a very small brewing company. We hand make each beer. We have a tasting room there that's open between 1 and 8, Monday through Saturday, and open on Sundays from 1 to 5. 
Um, those hours occasionally are a little flexible, but uh, it's a it's a great city to, vi to visit to begin with. It's yeah. a it's a very historical style fishing village. It's got a great ambiance, and we you know my partners and I think have always tried to make beers that the best we can kind of reflect the personality of our area. Awesome. Okay, so tell me about Apalachicola in general. If somebody planned a day trip from 30A, what does Bo with Apalachicola's uh, Tourist Development Council over there, what do you recommend? You know, uh, to be to be in sort of a smaller county at one time, it only had one lighted traffic signal in all of Franklin County. We we, we now have a red, yellow, green. We're growing. Um, it was originally a, a fishing hub. It was a commerce hub for a, a very long time. It's still a very traditional style fishing village. Has some of the best oysters in the world. We're super fortunate. We've got some great restaurants. Uh, uh, my partners uh, have the Owl Cafe, and they also have the tap room across the street from the brewery. They do an outstanding job. Everything is made from scratch. Next to that, you've got, you know, we actually have the ice, uh, the John Gorey Ice Museum there. The, yep. uh, the ice machine was invented in Apalachicola. <laughs> so, uh, it had to be somewhere in the south, right? <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, and, and on top of that, it's got, it's got one, of the, one of the most unique and, and old fishing and water heritages in this part of Florida. We're with Bo Walker. He's with Oyster City Brewing Company. You can go online and check it out. It's OysterCityBrewingCO.com, and it's just a really, really good beer. Uh, Hooter Brown's my favorite, but it's not the only beer you guys do. And let's talk when you guys set up the brewery. What did you guys have in your heads that the direction of beers? Because a lot of companies will put out a light beer, uh, you know, your, your standard beers, the IPAs. But you guys started with Hooter Brown, which is a very original taste. So how do you guys decide your arsenal of beers there? Well, we Tupelo honey being native to the area where our brewery is located obviously was on our list of things we wanted to use as ingredients. We were really fortunate in the beginning. We were referred to a gentleman by the name of Jamie Ray. He's a incredible beer developer and he's a great brown beer developer. So this was actually the first beer we ever developed. It was followed by a blonde beer we call the Mill Pond Dirty Blonde. And in a kind of a sea of blonde beers that, you know, that were we're starting to get lighter and lighter. We went a different direction. Uh, my partner, Cassie Gary, continued to add hops to it, and that's kind of where the, the Dirty Blonde came from. And those were our first two beers. Since then, we've developed an IPA we call the Appalachia IPA. Um, we have kind of a lighter drinking beer that's called the First Light. Uh, mm -hmm. We think of it as breakfast beer, hence the name <laughs> First Light. Um, and we also, of course, do one-ofs and seasonals that rotate in. A good example of that is our Red Snapper IPA that comes out when snapper season starts in the Gulf every year. Mitch, is that about what you look for on your handles here? Without a doubt. I'm going to even throw in another one that, that Bo didn't mention, and not because it's incredible, but we're about to put it on tap. It came out later last year. You know, when it did, I told Bo, oh, my God, this beer's got to be on tap next summer for us. And uh, he mentioned the beer they brew with lemongrass. It's called Lemon Shark. Wow. And uh, we already have people walking in and asking for it. We got our first keg in here the other day. We're just a few days away from actually having that now on tap for the rest of the summer, uh, our spring and summer months. And uh, it'll go great with this first light uh, for people that want, again, a nice, clean, easy drinking light beer to go to the beat. You know, his beer has, has been, it's been a focal point and a staple on our tap wall. As long as Denise and I own this place, it always will be. All right, let's talk about this place and why it's unique to 30A. It's not your traditional bar or restaurant. Tell us what the whole growler concept is, Mitch. You know, from day one, it, it was good quality craft beer to go. Uh, simple. We have various bottles, a.k.a. growlers, 
32 ounce, 64 ounce, and gallon, 128. Yep. Uh, we have them in everything from plastic all the way up to double walled uh, uh, stainless steel bottles. We now have our own line of, of, of double walled cups, you know, so if someone wants to fill their cup uh, with 32 ounces of good quality beer and take it across the street, and it'll stay cold just like any other double walled uh, stainless steel cup would do, uh, we have that as well. So it, again, it, it's just good beer to go. I think we're about 150 steps away from the beach here, too. And I've counted them a couple of times. You're dead on, yeah. We're at the corner of 393 and 38th. It's next to Gulf Place. They're underneath the Abacos condos here. Easy to find. Just look for the yellow umbrellas out here. And if the sun's out, the patio is going to be full. Uh, Hours for the the, uh, location here. Tell me about it. The the new spring hours, uh, 11 to 7, seven days a week. And then we will then go uh, a little bit later once the summer uh, season kicks in. Awesome. You just force the hours in. Denise, so that's good. <laughs> that's good. But uh, if the if the umbrellas are up, it's likely they're open. And you really are right next to the beach right here. You can easily come from the beach, fill up your growler with Hooter Brown from Oyster City. There's 39 other beers in there as well. Uh, Maui is a new one you got. Yep. Tell um, me about Maui real quick, about why it's just, so unique it, to have again, it on tap. Corey, it fits what I'm looking for. The highest quality of craft beer we can possibly find. We were offered uh, an opportunity to, um, I guess you can say, have an exclusive right to a, a brewery, a Maui Brewing. It's literally brewed on the island of uh, Maui. Yeah. Uh, they use, you know, fresh ingredients there on the island: pineapple, toasted coconut, etc. You know, no syrups or extracts or whatever. You know, again, when when the this beer was brought to me, it was like, okay, this is exactly what we want. We want this. We want the best quality beer we can possibly find. I agree with you guys, and we thank you guys for being here. Congratulations on one year on 30A. Uh, we look forward to spending the whole second year with you. Sounds good, Corey. We're looking forward to it, too. And, and uh, yeah, please, everybody, come out. Get here early because you're right. The patio fills up quick. It fills up quick. And, Bo, thanks for stopping by today for 30A Beer Talk on 30A Radio. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. <laughs>